Hey everyone, Matt Lowe here. Welcome to the 118th episode of Bouncing Back, a video series meant to give people who have been laid off during COVID-19 an opportunity to sell themselves to new employers in the ad industry. And this is the 76th episode as part of my partnership with the Avail List, an unbelievable website that spotlights all the amazing talent in the ad industry who are ready to get back to work. For this episode, we have Pat Fury, who wasn't laid off from his job and is currently freelancing as a creative director at Chemistry in Atlanta, but he's looking for, you know, a full-time opportunity or other freelance opportunities that are out there as well in this kind of weird job market as it gets back to normal, hopefully. But, you know, Pat, really happy to have you on. Well, yeah, hopefully, hopefully. That's, that's uh, yeah, that's the understatement, right? Right. I think everyone is just, just waiting, crossing their fingers, yeah. hoping yeah. something gets back to normal soon, but yeah. it's picking up a little bit. Maybe. Yeah, I like to see. I like what I like what I see out there. There's a lot of. Seems like there's a lot of uh, buzz out there, and I mean the LinkedIn world. Yeah, that, there at least. Hopefully, it, it keeps going. Maybe tell everyone a little bit about how you've been dealing with this past year, where you are now, and how you've been keeping busy. Yeah, sure. Uh, so I, uh, the last year, I had I had. Uh, in Denver, Colorado, I, I had uh, been a partner at a small agency uh, that was named Small Agency of the Year by AdAge. And I had left there uh, just, you know, due to um, differences of opinions with my, my partners. And I've decided to go out on my own. So, so the last year had been kind of like crazy in terms of uh, I wanted to try to do my own thing. Plus, I had been a freelancer before, you know, uh, being a partner at, at that agency. So I had, you know, I, I kind of did some freelance trying to pick up, uh, you know, some of my own clients along the way. And uh, then the pandemic hit. So it was just kind of turned everything upside down. It actually was really good in, in the beginning. I had a, a client called Westera credit union and uh, run by a, uh, a good friend, uh, Wade Pascal, who, who was at, over at uh, Grenadier and then uh, became CMO there. And, uh, you know, I, I had helped them out during a transition from um, their previous agencies to their next agency. And we did really some, some amazing work uh, during the pandemic uh, timeframe because, yeah, they they everything halted at that point, and uh, I solely was you know West Era and West Era Credit Union focused, and so I kind of got out of the the freelance game for a long time, uh, lost a lot of the connections, and so you know once once you know the transition happened for West Era to get back into uh, you know an actual like big agency. Um, I found myself trying to just, you know, hustle and do, do the whole, uh, freelance, uh, networking thing again. So, uh, it's been, you know, it's been different, uh, but you know, I don't mind the hustle. I think that's, that's, a, that's, uh, some people don't like it. I, I, I actually kind of like it. Yeah. I think that's what makes half of this fun. I mean, we're all, yeah. we all secretly like the hustle, but don't tell anyone. Otherwise they'll yeah. give us more work. So yeah. that's Secretly enjoy, but that's great that right when COVID hit, you had, you know, something in place to at least keep keep that creativity going. And then how have you been able to kind of pivot now that, you know, the, the pandemic is kind of done, but pivoting to, you know, finding more freelancing roles? 
Yeah, uh, going back to uh, that word hustle, it's really just kind of getting back to finding, you know, talking to some friends and finding those connections and uh, getting introduced to new people because, you know, I've been, I guess I've been freelancing for the last like, you know, on and off again for the last 12 years. And there's been a lot of turnover in, in that that time period. So uh, just trying to find new people and new people to work with. And I've been fortunate that, you know, this is, this has always worked out for me. Um, and, you know, I, I always, I tell people that if you're going to freelance, it doesn't matter how long you freelance, right. You, you a year or a hundred years, you're always going to freak out. Right. Cause uh, you, you get into these dry, dry, these dry periods, whether it be a week or three weeks, you know, freelancers immediately start f- freaking out after like two days of no work. <laughs> so, so, uh, so you, to, you know, keep my mind off of that. You just constantly uh, talk to people, try to make those connections. Uh, I thought that was the, the great thing about the veil list, you know, reaching out to them and just starting, you know, to network where you can. Yeah, totally. I think especially now it's all about networking who you know and just people, you know, people giving other people leads and, and helping each other out. So I think that's great. Maybe maybe tell everyone a little bit about yourself, how you got into the industry, some clients you've worked on, where you've worked, kind of kind of the low down there. Sure. Uh, well, in about 2003, I was a construction worker in Philadelphia and uh really had uh, really no prospects at that point. I had graduated from Penn State with a like design degree. Uh, but right after, that was somewhat right after 9-11. And uh, a lot of the advertising design gigs had, had sort of gone away. Um, so, in, and I was really in desperate need of more of like mentorship at that point. And I was fortunate enough to find the creative circus in Atlanta, Georgia. Yeah. Uh, made my way down there. Uh, you know, had a great experience there. Uh, I was paying for it. So I worked a lot harder yeah. <laughs> than I did in college. Right. Uh, and so from there, I moved uh, to Colorado, uh, Denver, Colorado, and worked for a small agency here. Moved to New York, uh, did some you know freelance stuff there. Moved to Albuquerque, of all places, uh, to work at a for for a creative director that was really uh, wanted to do some creative stuff, and and uh, and we did. Um, but then. Uh, you know, Crispin Porter and Bogusky called uh, yeah. in the late 2000s, and and I came up to Boulder and stayed in Colorado ever since. Yeah, I mean, the, the Crispin call, at, at, like you mentioned, late 2000s, that kind of prime is a, yeah. is a no-brainer. And yeah. you showed me your view before. That adds to making it a little bit easy also being so close to the mountains. Oh, yeah. And, and I think, you know, I had a – that was definitely during the time period where we working all nighters and, yeah. and a lot of people 
a lot of people ask us if that was like all true and yeah it was great i mean it was it was a lot of hard work but you know we've met like a lot of great friends there i've met my wife there uh most of the people who were in my wedding were from the crispin days um so i mean other than just like learning uh you know cutting my teeth at that place i i, I definitely uh met uh some of the best my best friends ever um there at, at crispin yeah that's great maybe tell us what you're looking for in your next role do you want do you want freelance do you want full-time i haven't said either are you a writer art director yeah so i started off as uh, an art director uh slash designer and um and I've been doing a lot more writing as, as you get older. So you kind of do both and you just, you know, I mean, as a creative director, you have to, you right. have to have a little bit of knowledge of both. So uh, I've been doing some writing and some art direction. Uh, I uh, I'm very hands-on creative director. I don't, uh, I think that was one of the things that I missed when, when I owned an agency was the fact that I was like, less involved in making the work and i was more involved in you know so, you know all the uh, extraneous like stuff the business side of things so i really like really love the craft uh of advertising and actually doing it concepting uh coming up with uh you know ideas and executing on those ideas as for like where i want to go um you know colorado is home and uh we talked about it a little bit earlier that you know i i love where i live and it seems like you know this pandemic with all the bad things that had happened i think the good thing uh that has come out of it is that people realize that you know, you can work remotely totally. and, and still, uh, you know, and, and still be dependable. I think, I feel like that was the whole, uh, I remember, you know, first freelancing in, in most of my jobs were, you know, you had to fly to places. Yeah. And, and as people got to know me, they realized, oh, we don't, we don't need to pay to put them up in hotels and, you know, things like that and play for airfare. And he is very responsible <laughs> where he's at. And so like, that was, you know, that was the thing. And I was always like, Hey, you know, I'd, I'd be interested in going full time. If, uh, you know, if, if you guys were open to remote. So, you know, now I'm like getting excited about, you know, prospects of more remote work. Uh, I do like what's going on in the client side of things. Uh, you know, I, I still love ad agencies and things like that, but uh, I'm really interested in the, you know, the, there's the fintech side of things. Yeah. There's, uh, you know, uh, you know, the, the food innovation side of things. I had worked on Domino's and Burger King and, and some of those other uh, big brands. And so I'm really loving where food innovation is going. And then also cars. I've worked on you know, VW, Jeep. Uh, I've worked on um, Infinity. And, uh, you know, I really like where the EVs are going and uh, alternative fuels. So 
Um, I'm not I'm not opposed to going back to work for uh, ad agencies, but I'm also open to uh, client side as well. Yeah, and in those three spaces in particular, you know, a bunch of like you said, agencies that of course have clients that do that kind of work, but also whether it be you know client side or you know a lot of small you know new startups in the like you said the EV space or in you know food tech even you know fintech you know they're they're all kind of blowing up. So some really really cool opportunity there. Good to know you know open open to both. Yeah. Do you have uh, a favorite project that you've worked on? Uh, recently or uh, of all time? Yeah, you can go of all time. Oh, man. Uh, you know, I did have like one that was like really great uh, when, when um, sort of VR was coming out and AR and VR was coming out. We had uh, worked for Infinity. Infinity really wanted to bring uh, an immersive experience to uh, Pebble Beach Auto Show. So we had come up with an idea where we would stitch together uh, the best roads in the world to create an immersive experience in a car that hadn't been built yet. So that was the other other challenge here. They're like, well, we want to show off our car and it hasn't even been built yet. And we'll have the outside concept of it, but we won't, it won't be, you know, you can't drive it or anything like that. So, uh, you know, we, we had created this, uh, it was called the dream road where we took people through Norway, uh, two of the greatest roads in Norway down to, uh, Italy and then into Morocco. And it was like an immersive experience where you put on the, the headset, got into a, uh an infinity driver's chair and just kind of were were able to sit in a car that wasn't uh created and then on top of that we did a uh another experience where you kind of floated inside uh the design of the uh, of another infinity car so as the designer was talking about his de design inspiration we called it from pencil to metal uh, the, the car was being designed all around you as he's talking about his inspirations. And so it went from pencil to uh, CAD drawing, then the clay modeling, and then awesome. to the final car. So it was it was really interesting experience and, and got to understand like the the ins and outs of AR and VR. So it was it was awesome. Yeah, that that's great. And again, just being, you know, at the forefront, one of the first, you know, brand clients to take advantage of tech like that. Whatever the tech is, it's always great being able to sell the clients on, you know, something new. Well, and it was also like what we loved about it was like there was a concept behind it. It wasn't just using tech for tech's sake. And the problem that they had, the, the tech the tech was the solution, but the concept. Right. The, so not being able to see the car, put them in it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah really, really smart. What will a company be getting if they did reach out and hire you, you know, whether full-time or freelance? What, what would they get yeah. from me? Yeah. Um, well, I mean, you know, hopefully I, I think they would, you know, uh, get everything I had to offer. I mean, I, I my wife and I are somewhat hard workers and, and we have to uh, 
we have to rein ourselves in uh, every once in a while. Uh, my wife is currently with Facebook and in contracting with Facebook. And so like, we, we just work hard. We're, we're constant like thinkers. We're overthinkers. We try to, um, you know, solve, uh, we're, we're problem solvers. And then also on top of that, we're really into our craft. So, um, you know, I really, uh, you know, going from high level ideas all the way down to the nitty gritty of like refining ideas, uh, whether they be designs or, or writing. Uh, I really, I like that whole process from beginning to end. So I don't, it's not just like, oh yeah, that person does it over there. Uh, I have this great idea. I don't know how to get it done, you know, type of thing. You kind of, uh, you figure out an idea, you figure out how to, how it could be produced and then you can produce it. And that was the other thing about working and, you know, owning your own business was, you know, sure. Somebody can come up with a great idea, but actually getting it done in budgets yeah. and understanding, you know, you know, how to get something produced is, is much different. So. Yeah, totally. And I love, you know, what you mentioned first, the attention to craft, you know, that never goes away. And then, yeah, I think being able to, you know, have a cool idea is one thing, but being able to pull it off is is the hard part. I think that's some some quote, you know, creativity is 20% of it. 80% is, you know, figuring out how to actually make it happen. Make it happen, yeah. Think, yeah, a lot of times people get, get scared. That's why, you know, I, I mean, a good producer does wonders to help, you know, put something through. But yeah, yeah I agree, a lot of times, you know, you have a great idea, but you either make it and it comes up short of what was in your mind or you just never make it. So being able to follow through is, is great. Yeah. I think, I think again, the veil list is like one of those things where uh, it's a network of people. And I think that's the other part that I, you know, I think we bring to the table is it just a network of people who know how to get things done, friends, uh, that we've worked with, uh, colleagues that have done some of the best, you know, some of the best campaigns in the world. Um, you know, we're still, we're still very much, uh, that, you know, that CPB, you know, old, uh, you know, group of us, uh, you still have all those contacts and you, you make new contacts through those contacts. And so that, you know, that, that sort of, um, network, just continues to grow. Yeah, definitely. Tell me a, a little bit about Fear Industries. Yeah, well, so my last name is Fury, and uh, it started off as a as a joke, um, you know, with fear, and it just has grown ever since. And our our motto had always been the idea of taking, actually, kind of taking some of that. Crispin motto, like the Crispin, um, it was the press release sort of thing and actually taking it a step further. And our, you know, our mission is to create um, uh, moments. And, and the idea here is, you know, just like life, you, at the end of your life, you remember a series of great moments or, or, you know, sometimes bad moments. 
but you don't remember everything in between. And that's, that's our, uh, you know, that's our goal to make every moment, every advertising moment for a brand uh, memorable. And fear is kind of what you put all your freelance work under. Yeah, I mean that was that was my LLC that I always started under, and it, like I said, it started off as a joke, and then people just knew me as that, and I uh, haven't changed it uh, since. And you know, just uh, you know, we we've had some correlations with uh, why fear, but really, you know, it's just my name, and uh, it's e- easily pronounced other than Fury, you know. <laughs> No, I love it. That makes total sense. And the last question really for me is if there's a dream client, brand, agency, someone you want to give a little shout out to. Oh, man. Um, Yeah. So, I mean, you're always going to look at the Nikes of the world or um, and say like, that's a dream, you know, that's a dream gig. Uh, But you know, like I'm, like I said, I'm, I'm really into, like, what uh, some of these like EV brands, like Fisker, or uh, you know, I mean, really, like what Ford's doing with their their F-150s, and and uh, it's just, I think, I think that's, you know, I think that's that's a that's a really cool space. That's um, or or another one, Coinbase. Uh, with cryptocurrencies and, and uh, you know, I think I think that's the future that I'm like, man, it's pretty cool. Yeah, I mean, both of those Ford doing great work with with the 150, but also with the Mac E, you know, yeah, top, yeah, 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 yeah. really good stuff. And then yeah, Coinbase, you know, all of all of the crypto stuff is is super hot and and really fun. So. Yeah. Awesome. I mean, that's that's really it for me. I appreciate you hopping on and, and putting yourself out to do something like this. Well, I, I really appreciate you. I appreciate you in the veil list. Uh, you know, just just getting my name out there and getting all those other uh, freelancers names out there. Uh, I know I really appreciate it. Uh, and, you know, however I could pay for it, I'd, I'd love to do it as much. Yeah, of course. What's the best way for people to get in touch with you? Uh, you know, fearindustries.com. That's two E's, F-E-E-R, industries.com. Uh, or hit me up on LinkedIn, Pat Fury. Uh, and, uh, yeah, just, just reach out, say hi. Awesome. Easy. That's a wrap for the 118th episode of Bouncing Back. If you know anyone who may want to sell themselves to recruiters looking for talent in the ad industry, have them shoot me an email at malow930 at gmail.com or check out the availlist.com for large lists of people who are ready to get back to work in the industry. You can also check out these episodes on Spotify and Apple Podcasts when you're bouncing back in advertising. Thanks a lot, ma'am. Thanks so much. I really appreciate it. Yeah, later. All right, see ya.